rocking this Lions hat tomorrow. Working the line. Oh yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, we're gonna beat we the Bears, have, baby. We gotta have some turkey leg predictions uh, this week, dude. Who's, who's gonna have? Who's gonna eat the turkey leg? It's the turkey legs. Yep. Penny Sewell. Penny, you think they give it to an offensive tackle? <laughs> Not at all. If anybody gets it, it's probably gonna be. You know, if the Lions win, you feel like they probably have to give it to Penny because he's the only player that's consistently playing well for them. You know. Other than yeah. DeAndre Swift. Uh, DeAndre Swift. That's I mean, that's if he scores, right? Maybe they just give it to the whole offensive line if we win. Yeah. Um, all right. So welcome to week twelve. Are we at week twelve? Is it it is week twelve. All right, week eleven. I got the stats here. Oh god, we did so awful. Uh I did, I did so awful. I did some stats, I think for week nine. No, you're you're doing better than me, dude. I had a losing record in week eleven. Oh, really? Yeah, I went seven and eight, and you went nine and six. So, mm. but dude, it's back to like just these BS games, man. Dude, this week sucks picking games, man. I'm gonna be yeah. awful. It's the middle of the season where nobody knows what the hell is actually gonna happen. No, dude. I feel like the only thing that might be going is for the teams that are home teams. It's it's the who's gonna dig into the emotional well this week and come. I mean, the, the Texans beat the Titans, who are like the hottest team in football. Yeah, which to me is so ridiculous. Like, did you watch any of that game? I didn't. Uh, I watched a little of the red zone of it, but not much. No. I just feel like the offense for Tennessee just can't do anything right now. It's yeah. so bad. Um, other week 11 surprises. What, what other surprises did you see from that week? So we had the Vikings beat the Packers, but I think we both agreed like that was possible, like that wasn't that big. Oh, yeah, well, surprise. dude, Kirk Cousins got back to 500. Oh, I got a Kirk Cousins rap, Kirk Cousins rap. Yeah, well, I got a hook for a Kirk Cousins rap. We got it, I think it's something that like end of the season we can. As long as he stays at 500 and it it jives with the theme of the rap, then we put together like uh, some verses that, you know, week one lost to the so and so's, week two beat the whatever, and like go through the whole season. But the yeah. hook is, hold on, I gotta pull it up. Oh man, I forgot that. I forgot like the cadence of this now. Something to do with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. My name is Kirk Cousins. I'm so average. You think I'm good, but I'm not. Or maybe I am. No one knows. <laughs> so, like, we just that's, – that's the hook. We got to get a okay. beat for it. Okay. You know. I like it. You think I'm average? Wait, what? Uh, I am so average. You think I'm good, but I'm not. Or maybe I am. No one knows. Okay. That's a that's a tough hook. That's gonna be an interesting one to try to I had it. I had it in my mind. I'll get it again, don't worry. Yeah. I just, I just it's 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 lost me for the second. But I got the lyrics, so we'll get Think it. Think about it. Hum it out and record it. Yep, hum it out, exactly. And then so that's that's the hook, and then uh like I said, the verses will be like whatever the Vikings schedule is. We just go through week after week. Then I beat the Packers. Didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but I'm so average. Lost to the Lions, you know, whatever it is that they've got coming this year. Oh. <laughs> Dude, Lions have two games on uh, number one overall pick now. Yeah, I mean, look probably, Texans won. Get it. Texans won. Who won that, that Dolphins Jets game? Where is that one at? Uh, the Dolphins won. They're, they've won three straight. So the Jets are still at two wins, right? Because that would have put another one. I think that the Dolphins oh, were three. I think the Jets have three wins, right? The Jets have three. Okay, maybe it was one of those teams had two wins. One of them had three. So, well, let's look at the standings. We need uh, we needed the one with three or whatever. Oh, lose. You're right. The Jets only have two wins right now. Yeah. So it's the Jets, Texans, uh, Jaguars. And the Jags, the Jagoffs are the are the teams uh, that we got to worry about. Uh, Seahawks also only have three wins. Really, dang! Pete Carroll on the hot seat. I mean, he's <laughs> old, man. They might need to move on. <laughs> it's just, that's it, dude. He's, is he the, is he the oldest coach in the? Uh, is he the oldest coach he's in the gotta NFL? Be. He's got to be right. Yeah, he, I mean, he's older than Bill. Uh, Pete Carroll, sixty-seven. Yeah. So I mean, how much how much longer do you think you can coach for? Still doing it in into your seventies. I don't know, man. So, how old was that that uh, Cowboys coach before he retired? Cowboys coach. Which one? Who was that one that was pretty old when he retired? I forget. Old Cowboys coach. Jimmy Johnson? Maybe. Uh, It's got to be Jimmy Johnson, right? That's got to be who you're thinking of. Parcells, maybe? Parcells Parcells. for a while, but Parcells got coached everywhere. Yeah, he did coach a bunch of teams. I guess maybe maybe the Giants and the Cowboys. So, Bruce Arians is 68. Is he? Bill Belichick is also 68. Yeah, Billy Pete B. Car- Pete Carroll's 69. Oh, here we go. Um, Dick Vermil was 69 when he stopped coaching. Okay. Um, he coached the Rams, the Eagles, and the Chiefs. Then we got Tom Coughlin. That's what I was thinking of the Giants. He was okay. 69 when he when when he retired. Um 69. So Pete Carroll getting up there oh yeah dude Gun- gunther cunningham he was that li- he was the lions coach from 2009 to 2016 where he was with the lions i don't know if he was the head coach or not um shit he might have died he was 70 years old al sayers was 71 when he stopped coaching um there's a guy by the name of marv levy he was 72 when he stopped coaching in 97. Uh, George Hollis, this guy was old as shit. He, uh, he was coaching until he was 72 back in 1967. He died in 83. And then the oldest coach, <laughs> holy cow, Romeo Cronell. Oh, yeah, the old Patriots. 70, 73 years old when he was the head coach for the Texans. Or he wow. was a coach. He was a coach with the Texans. 
Not a head coach. Not a head coach. He's still alive. Still kicking it. Still He's kicking. retired, though, I assume. Um, is he is he retired? Yeah, I guess he's not coaching this year because he was with the Texans last year. So, and there's your oldest coaches. And there we go. Um, right. You're talking about the Dolphins? The Dolphins. Let's see. They, they got Carolina Panthers this week, and then they got the Giants, and then they go on by, and then they got the Jets, Saints, Titans, Patriots. So, their last three games might be pretty tough for them. But, I mean, they could still squeeze one out against the Jets and the Giants and maybe even the Panthers. And they played the Jets twice still. So, oh, no, I'm sorry. They just, they just played the Jets. So, they played the Jets again. But they might have a few wins in them. So Best thing about the Lions, though, is they control their own destiny. As long as they don't beat, you know, more than two teams. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. They got the Bears, the Vikings, the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Pack. So the Falcons, the Seahawks are pretty bad. Everybody else they should lose to. You got to yeah. think like Dan Campbell is going to pull one of those, like go to the emotional well, pull something out. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking the Falcons or the Seahawks. Those are the worst teams they have the remaining. Are those on the road or that at home? Uh, they're both on the road. <laughs> See, that, I feel like it's going to be tougher to win. Oh, wow, man. I feel like their last shot here is to win against the Bears at home. The Bears, yeah. It might be. Other than – at home this weekend, right? Hey, if Kirk, Cousins, if Kirk Cousins wins this week, then I wouldn't put it past him to lose to the Lions in, in, uh, in week 13. So, let's just not – let's – he can't get too far above 500. I don't know who they play this week, so it Minnesota probably makes win. sense. You could probably lock in a Vikings loss this week, actually. Uh, they play the 49ers at the 49ers. So, Ooh. yeah, they probably lose and then beat the Lions is probably the path to 500 uh, going forward for Kurt and the boys. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I'm kind of wondering, like, just based off of strength of schedule and games remaining, who do you think is going to win the division? Or the conference, I guess. For NFC. NFC, just like the North, the Packers. You mean just generally? No, just in general. Number one seed? Yeah. Right, Cardinals. I mean, it still looks like it's going to be the Cardinals. I mean, let's just, all right, let's do an NFC reset. So Cowboys seven and three, these division leaders, Cowboys seven and three, Cardinals nine and two, Packers eight and three, Bucks seven and three. So those are your four most likely playoff teams. Your wild cards right now would be the Rams at seven and three. And then who knows? You're going to have like the Saints, the Vikings. Yeah, it's a toss up between the Niners or the Eagles. For that other playoff spot. Yeah. That last wild card is going to be. Probably not a very good team or an average or the Vikings. I'm let's let's do we want to our boy Kirk and his average. This is going to get them a wild card spot this year. You know, it's funny. I feel like just watching some of their games, they look to be probably the most polished team in the NFC North that just doesn't have a great record, right? They have great receivers, they have great running back. They have a quarterback that knows how to manage games average and they're yeah. And their defense is 
you know, above par. So let's let's our prediction right now is that the Vikings get that second wild card. Yeah, I would say the Vikings. I mean, but it all it all really just depends on how how uh, San Fran and the Saints because you could have three teams kind of coming out of the NFC West. You know who the dream team is though for that second wild card spot? Who? Cam and the Panthers. That would be kind of cool. I wouldn't mind. Be awesome, that. dude. That would be pretty awesome. Carolina's got a good defense, but I just on, they, they didn't play that well last week. Come on, Cam. Did they they lost? Yeah, they lost to a Washington football team. To the football team? Come yeah, on. that was kind Cam. of I mean, it was Ron Rivera and uh, dude, Oh yeah, that's right. Taylor Heineke, man. That guy is uh Taylor Heineke. Yeah, he's uh Taylor, he's like yeah. a young uh he's a young Who's uh, the YOLO baller that they had earlier this year? Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's like a young Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitz. Yeah, he just he basically tosses it up to Terry McLaurin, and Terry McLaurin does good things. Terry McLaurin's nasty too. Yeah, he is. Um, all right. What I mean, let's go. All right. So let's keep. Let's just let's just do standing. So, all right. NFC East Cowboys. Pretty much, you would think. They're going to win. The Rams maybe have a shot. They're two games back. Well, I guess it's a game and a half um, from the Cardinals. Cardinals have a bye. They have a bye this week, maybe. This week or next week. The Cardinals? Yeah. They've got, or maybe they have a super late bye. They still have not had their bye. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do have a really late bye. I was yeah. looking at their schedule the other day. Uh, 49ers need to go on a run if they have a shot, which they're kind of doing. I mean, they've won two in a row. They have won two in a row. And, and they get the Vikings this week. And Kirk Cousins coming off a win. So you think that probably goes to three in a row. That's going to be my pick. I'm picking the 49ers over the Vikings. So yeah, I mean, I feel like it's 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 hard to vote against the 49ers after their win this past week. I mean, I think they they seem pretty polished up on defense. I think they put a pretty bad hurt on the didn't they play the Rams last week? Uh let's take a look. They played or oh, is that the week before they played the Rams and beat them pretty bad? Vikings, I need I'm looking for there we go, week eleven. Oh, the 49ers didn't play them. They, they beat the Jagoffs. Yeah, they beat the Jags. So, but like that that game to me, the Jags are just bad, dude. Yeah. I'm surprised they even have I'm surprised they even have two wins. But the week prior, the 49ers handled the Rams pretty well. I think the biggest surprise to me, which I don't even know if it's necessarily a surprise, is the Colts right now. Like they just rammed the the Bills, like housed them, like boat raced them, dude. Forty one to fifteen. Jonathan Taylor is probably the best running back in the league right now. Yeah, I think he leads the NFL. I was gonna say, what he scored five touchdowns this week. Yeah, I mean he leads the NFL in touchdowns. Yeah, he's uh, he's a bad bad man right now. Yeah. So yeah, they they literally just spanked on the Bills. So, wait a second. Let's look at the Colts here. Are the Colts, dude, with all the hate that I've thrown at my boy Carson Wentz and his love of trying to make athletic plays, even though he's not that athletic, uh, 
are they actually going to be in it here? All right, so let's switch to AFC real quick. So Patriots 7-4. and four. I mean, you know, shed a tear for your Bills fans out there. They had they had that year. Did they win the division? They did. They won the division last year. Yes, they did. They had the, they had the year. <laughs> the worst year it, to win it, too, when the world was on fire. It certainly looked like they were going to do it again this year. But then all of a sudden, Mac Jones is – the are, is he noodle arm Tom Brady now? I think that's officially where he's at in my world. He's gone Mac from noodle arm Alex Tom Brady to noodle arm Tom Brady, and uh, if he keeps winning, he's just going to be young Tom Brady at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's as smart as Tom, but uh, I mean, he's he's definitely looking good. He's making good decisions, and but even uh, like how how much is in a situational thing where they're both being mentored by the same person, right? Like you can't, I I don't know how much Tom Brady's success is owed to Tom Brady, but the idea that like you had him under Bill Belichick and basically that's the guy who taught him to play high level professional football. And you have the same situation that seems to be playing out with Mac Jones. Um, I think it's, 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 you know, we've talked about the Bill Belichick versus Brady thing just you know and it it seemed to have tilted towards brady quite a bit but it but it certainly seems to be tilting back towards bill belichick with uh the mac jones thing looking like it's working out so well yeah i mean i don't think you can take anything away from the fact that bill belichick played a very critical role in the success that tom brady had at new england um but you know i i also think that you know based on the the chemical formula of how Tom Brady was put together compared to how Mac Jones was put together. I don't think they're, they're that similar. Um, You know, Brady was someone that was completely overlooked and, you know, was 199th overall drafted where Mac Jones was drafted in the first round, I think 15th overall or something like that. So like there was definitely a, a different idea behind you know, drafting Tom Brady compared to drafting Mac Jones. I think, you know, the the tools that Mac Jones has is just, you know, his his ability to control the game and keep the pace of the game and make smart decisions are all there. Um, and you got to give a lot of credit to McDonald. I think he's the, you know, the guy who's calling all the offensive plays and making sure that the the right, you know, guys are out there to – give him the support that he needs to be successful. Um, I mean, Belichick was more of like a defensive mastermind. He wasn't so much like in, in charge of like what the offense was doing. You know, it doesn't mean they don't talk. They don't we- meet weekly. They're not going to. Oh know, yeah. I know. Certainly going to have impression. So I think they're similar though, and that they're, they have a very similar skill set. They're not going to necessarily kill you with their, their arm strength. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not mobile guys they're notorious at least tom brady is but it seems like that's the mo on mac jones as well notorious for being hard workers yeah guys who are you know you know there are stories about mac jones running through you know sets with his girlfriend and stuff like that earlier this year so i mean like i think that's kind of the build they seem to be very similar in that respect i mean like also like tom brady wasn't drafted that high but I don't – were those Michigan teams, they weren't – they had just come off the national championship. He had competed with Drew Henson for the job most – for the beginning of his career. Is that 
I'm not super familiar yeah. with my Michigan history, but I think that's how it worked out. Yeah, I he mean, eventually gets a starting job. Yeah, there was. Uh, I mean, there was a, a lot of quarterback battles at U of M, and you know, Tom Tom played like in '99 and 2000. And I want to say he didn't necessarily Mich- like the world Michigan to a win over Alabama in like an Orange Bowl or something back in the day. Yeah, but that was that was pre Nick Saban or I, no, no, no. Know, I understand that. I, I understand that. I'm just saying Alabama like that, was Alabama. He yeah he he was not he was not like the a prime right, and they, and prospect they for the NFL. Yeah. Right. And and they they wouldn't have been on like Mac Jones team in Alabama was stacked. That Tom Brady Michigan team not necessarily stacked. They would have been yeah. good. But they weren't like national champion world beaters that Alabama was that Mac Jones piloted. So Yeah, I want to say they were like 10 and 2 or something. Yeah, a little bit overlooked from that perspective and you kind of understand why Tom Brady would have been overlooked because he wasn't necessarily putting up insane stats in college either. No. Yeah. And he, and he, what he wasn't like a very big athletic guy either. I mean, he was taller, like, but he didn't have the build. I mean, you saw his, his senior or his, his like pro day. Yeah. Um, if, if you look at Tom Brady's profile. pictures over the years, it looks like he's gotten younger. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, like I he, think a lot of it is just changing his diet and his routine. Right, and he's, he's lost weight. Yeah. He's less of a beefcake. Looks like he's he's got less fat on his body. Yeah, very lean. Yeah, but but anyway, so I think they're sort of similar in that mold. I don't know. I I guess at the end of the day, I'm starting to think maybe there's more to this this Bill Belichick. Um, oh yeah, I mean he's a genius, genius coach. as opposed to the maybe it was just Tom Brady. All so those years. one trait that uh, a lot of people have compared Mac Jones to Tom Brady for is his ability to get rid of the ball very quickly. Like his release is not very long, and it's very quick and like almost like a a catcher throwing a ball to second. Right? It's just like to the ear and. Firm. It's just very back and forward. Yeah. Well, it's not even it's not even so much back. Like Tom doesn't right. take the ball back very far. Tom's a very quick right here. Yeah. It's it's like less than less than like one point three seconds to like throw and release a ball or something. Something ridiculous. Yeah, quick quick release. Yeah. Um all right. So Let's go back and talk about the AFC a little bit here. So we got Patriots at seven and four. RIP to the Bills fans. You're gonna have to looks like. Do they they play a couple times here, right? I think they do. Yeah, they um, play the Bills. I mean, those games are gonna be critical because those yeah. are, com- those are like intercom inter inter division games. Yeah. So, Pats at seven and four are looking really really good. Uh, Bills their at six and schedule four. with remaining games. It's Not- easy. Doesn't seem that difficult, other than yeah. those two Bills matchups. Right. And then we got the Chiefs at seven and four, which another team that's just surging. Ravens at seven and three. Titans at eight and three. Man, the AFC is so much better than the NFC. All right. So wild card. Bills at six and four. Chargers six and four. Bengals six and four. Browns at six and five. And the Colts at six and five. So, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know. The AFC is completely wide open at this point. I don't even think you can you can safely say anybody's in the playoffs at this point. Yeah, I mean. You could have teams that, I mean, the Titans right now, I mean, maybe the Titans are the one team you could say. Maybe them, they could go on a losing streak here to end the season, end up at like, I don't know, nine and whatever, and 
and just be completely out of the playoffs. The Colts could overtake them if Jonathan Taylor keeps destroying everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't think anybody is necessarily safe right now because you look at if instead of it broken down by conference, if you look at it by division, even some of those divisions are so tight that like one team could win that division and then the other teams are pretty much, you know, on the cusp of trying to make a um, wild card spot. Yeah. You look, at, you look at the AFC West, it's, it's literally separation of a game, game and a half. Like right. that's, 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 that's not that much. And then you look at the AFC North, it's the same freaking situation. All those teams are right there at six and five, five and four, six and four, seven and three. Like anybody yeah, can you, win that division. You basically bury the Jets, the Jags, the Titans, or the, I'm sorry, the Jets, the Jags, the Texans, and the Dolphins. I don't even know if the Dolphins are necessarily out of it yet. You know, I, they could. They could win the next six games they have and then be 10 and seven. Dude, I, I am going to say that's, that's, there's, there's very little chance. Who do they have here? They got the Panthers, the Giants, the Jets, the Saints, the Titans, and the Patriots. So they could certainly beat the Giants, the Panthers, and the Jets, and the Saints. But I, I don't think they're why gonna can't be... they beat Tennessee? I mean, Tennessee has not looked Dude, that good. But the Dolphins, I mean, they've finishing with Tua finishing at home against the Patriots. All right, Mac Maybe Jones against do... Tua, the Alabama boy matchup. Maybe we do need to believe in the Dolphins a little bit more than we do. But I don't think they're a playoff team. I'm not going know. that far. So they did just beat the Ravens. And granted, they yes. did beat the Texans and the Jets. Yeah, but they did lose to the Jaguars and the Falcons. They've lost they got pretty boat much raced everybody by else. the Bucks. Yeah, they got boat raced by the. Bills. Maybe they're so they they had defense. I mean they they were supposed to have a really good defense coming into the year, and then I think their corners got hurt or something along those lines, and they've just had kind of struggled, especially at the beginning Tua, of the year. So maybe got hurt too. Maybe there's yeah, maybe there's something coming around for them. Um, but I don't know, man. It's it's going to be hard, especially this AFC is it's going to be going to be tough for everybody. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you, you like, I mean, you make a good point. You really can't call, count the Dolphins out yet, you know. But in order I'd, I'd for them to make it, you'd have to basically say the Bills and or the Patriots. One of those teams is going to completely just implode. Yeah, I mean, I guess let's let's see what happens with uh, the Panthers and the 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 Giants these next two weeks for the. Because I mean, let's think about this. If the if the Dolphins get to six and seven, right? If they win their next two games, they're a, a game under five hundred. Then they come back play the Jets, so they could get to five hundred and be seven and seven. Then that means that they just have to s- somehow sneak out a win or two in their last three games to potentially make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they basically have to win out. I mean, you know, maybe lose one more game. If they lose one more, it's borderline. If they lose two more, they're done. Yeah. But I, it's hard just looking at the way the AFC is setting up. It's hard to – and we'll see what this looks like, but it's hard to believe that a, a 500 team is going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think maybe the NFC, you could, you could see that happen because Kirk Cousins is going to be in the hunt. But the rest of them – or the AFC, I think, is – I mean, who knows? I don't know, man. It's That's why they play the games. It's shaping out to be pretty cool. All right, let's let's move into week twelve picks here. I don't know unless you want. Is there anything else on week eleven? I 
we're yeah. still in this grindy part of the season where it's like oh, these games are so weird and i just don't like it i don't like they're, it they're super weird man <laughs> i'm trying mean, to pick, trying to pick stuff this, this week hard the games this week are giving me like anxiety just thinking about it <laughs> all right let's go week 12 hot picks who do we have on we have three thanksgiving three, thir- day three thursday games three thanksgiving day games we know that thursday games are typically the absolute worst games of the week worst these teams are not prepared to play short practice weeks they all played three days ago whatever it is at this point um so who knows what's going to happen? It's probably going to be some bad football, though, but that's okay because we'll all be full of turkey. And other th- Actually, I guess the game started at noon, so unless you're eating an early dinner. Yeah. All right, Lions, Lions Bears. Bears at so, Lions. <sighs> Thanksgiving Day tradition. I went to this Thanksgiving Day game once, the Bears against the Lions. I, I, yeah, I feel like you told me you did before, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Lions lost. I may or may not be true, but given the history of the Lions, I'm just going to say they lost. So I'm going to say Lions win over Chicago here in the Thanksgiving Day Miracle upset. Okay. It's <laughs> um, going Lions. Yeah. I mean, I think with uh, Fields not playing, I think it's, it's Andy Dalton against Tim Boyle. Golly. Is that who the Lions quarterback is right now? How did we end up here? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go Bears just because I need to pick up games on you at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, wanted, my, wanted, wouldn't be surprised if the Lions won. I wanted to call out just a note here. The other two Thursday games, the teams that are favored both lost last week. Yeah, so those are going to be uh, easy picks, right? I mean, those so you got Dallas over Vegas. I'm going to pick yep. Dallas. Yep. That's the 430 game. And then the 820 game is the Bills against New Orleans. I don't know how you can't pick the Bills after that loss last week. I think they're going to come out guns blazing. Yep. Did you want I'm to guess the spreads on any of these games? Uh, all right. Lions, Bears is probably Bears by, like, you know, at home, Bears are not that good. It's probably still like six, six and a half. It's, De- it's Detroit at home plus three. Plus three? It's only a field goal. Wow. They're yeah. giving Detroit some credit here. Well, I mean, the Bears are also 0-5 in their last five games. Are they really? Yeah, they're on a pretty bad skid maybe, right now. Maybe this is it for the Lions. All right. Does Dan Campbell cry if they win? Oh, yeah. He's going to cry, and he's going to take a big turkey leg. Does he get the turkey leg? Maybe he gets the turkey leg. Well, I, we got to make predictions. So, I'm going to say uh, I have no – because they don't have Khalil Mack. They don't have – I don't even know who their running back is. Is is Montgomery back? I don't think so, man. Bears Bears are pretty banged up. I think David Montgomery's back, though, isn't he? Um, Key injuries. Justin Fields is out with the rib. Damian Williams is out with a calf. Um, Allen Robinson is doubtful with a hamstring. David Montgomery is playing. So I'm going to go with David Montgomery gets the turkey leg. Uh. Who's your prediction? You're going with the Lions here, so you, I, I assume you got to go like DeAndre Swift. 
Yeah, probably going to go Swift or yeah. what's his name, St. John. I don't even know who that is. What's his name? <laughs> what's that guy's name? Is he a running back, receiver? Quintus Cephas? Quintus Cephas. Oh, I'm going to run St. Brown? St. Brown, not St. John. All right. So either Swift or St. Brown? Yep. I'm going to go with Montgomery for the Bears there. All right. Uh, and Dan Campbell cries if they win. Yep. I like that. This might be their – I mean, we did look yeah, – who knows? This might be their last chance to, to – This is their last right. chance, in my opinion. Raiders, Cowboys, you're going with Dallas. Dallas uh, at home. Dallas, yeah. So, Vegas – I feel like Vegas is on a little bit of a losing streak of their own here, aren't they? Let's see, Vegas. Where are they? There. I think Vegas was like nine and six they've last lost, week. Yeah, they've lost three in a row. Yeah. Ouch. The, the Gruden curse. Can we call it the Gruden curse? Kind of like that, that idea that John Gruden has cursed them for firing him. Uh, all right, Gruden curse continues. Uh, I'm going to go yeah. with Dallas as well. Who gets yeah, the turkey leg here? A lot of different options. Although I think C.D. Lamb is out, and I know that uh, Ezekiel Elliott did get hurt last week, but I think last I saw he's gonna he's been practicing. So. Yeah, and that doesn't show him on the injury report. Yeah, so so I think he's probably, probably good to go. Yeah, it looks like he tweaked his ankle a little bit or something like that. Um, I'm gonna say Elliott is gonna get the the turkey leg. Going Elliott? Yeah, I'm going Dak. Or maybe they give it to. Diggs because Diggs has an interception and runs it back for a touchdown. Uh, I'm assuming his streak has ended. Since yeah, he doesn't have one every seven game. Seven or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're are you going Elliot or Diggs? You gotta go. You gotta you gotta make a prediction. I'll here. go Elliot. Elliot's gonna go Elliot's gonna munch. I'm going Dak. Uh, all right. Bills, New Orleans. I'm yeah, going Bills. Go. You're going Bills. I'm going Bills on the road here. Uh, who who gets the leg? Um, Josh Allen's going to get the leg. You're going with Josh Allen? He's going to throw at least three tutties, maybe four. He might run one in and throw three. All right, I'll go with Diggs here. You going, Stefan? The other Dig brother. I think that's a good um, <laughs> All right, you know, it gives us a reason to watch the end of these things. All right, Steelers-Bengals yeah. uh, for the Sunday games. Steelers at Bengals. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, Steelers at Bengals. I'm gonna take Bengals at home. Um, I'm gonna go with. I've been picking Bengals a lot this year. I'm gonna keep picking them. I'm gonna go with Bengals as well. I think All that's right. a good call. Panthers, Dolphins. Here we go. Ooh, this is one that I'm. Cam versus go. Tua. I think I'm gonna go Tua here, dude. You're going Tua. Yeah. I'm going with Cam. You're going Cam? I'm going Cam and Christian. Cam and Christian. C squared. All right. Uh, Eagles at the Giants. Um, Giants, I think, are on very thin ice. Uh, They haven't looked very well, but I think I'm going to go – I'm going to go Philly on the road. Their offense looks pretty nasty. Did you see the comparison of Jalen Hurts' first – like first 
19 games or something compared to like Lamar Jackson's first 19 games. Yeah, he's just rushing the crap out of the ball. Well, no, it's like it, their their numbers are very similar. Yeah, and like it's just Jalen Jalen's not getting the same hype that Lamar did. Well, they're I mean he's on a worse team. They're not. Yeah. You know, I mean that year that year Lamar Jackson had was like all time great NFL seasons. So yeah. I think Jalen Hurts is like one of the he's I think he's top top fantasy QB at this point with Kyler Murray being hurt the past couple of weeks. Jalen? Yeah, I think he is because of all the rushing he does. Yeah, he's got some he's got some numbers. So yeah, so I'll go Eagles here too. I hate the Giants. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Titans uh versus the patriots uh i'm going pats at home here two hot teams mike vrabel coming back to new england you're going pats at home i just think that their defense is more cleaned and buttoned up than tennessee what's you got you got spreads what's the spread in this game i have no idea the spread on this game is new england minus seven minus seven so they're they're saying new england's a heavy favorite here all right i'll go with the patriots as well I'll go with Vegas on that. Uh, Falcons at the Jagoffs. Uh, the Falcons at the Jagoffs. I'm going to go uh, Jacksonville here. Um, Atlanta's so bad. Atlanta's favored. Uh, it's Jacksonville plus two and a half. Um, You're going with Jagoffs? Yeah, I'm going to go Jagoffs at home here. All right. Uh, I'll go with Falcons just to switch things up. I don't so feel good Falcon, about it, but 67% of fans have voted Falcons over Jacksonville. Just over. So if the Jagoffs win, that's another team that gets to three wins and the Lions are even safer. Hey. For whatever. We want that number one pick. Yeah. Like I said, they should they, just. Be, do you think the Lions take a quarterback? They should. They should be scouting all the quarterbacks across the land right now. For this year's draft class and next year's draft class, they should literally not put any effort into trying to win another game this year and just scout just Dan Campbell. I guess probably not Dan Campbell because he's he's probably not the best scout in the world. But whatever resources you have as far as like, I don't know, I've just dedicated all the scouting. Just go find who you think the best quarterback is going to be over the next two draft classes. Like, I don't, they're not going to be good next year. This is not a, this is not a quick turnaround for them. It's going to take yeah. several years. I mean, uh, you know, they also need to, they also need to scout some good receivers for a quarterback to throw to because our, right. Oh yeah. hundred percent. But you can find those guys in free agency and you know, those are also easier to scout from like a draft perspective than, than quarterbacks are. So, yeah. Um, all right, so we just did Jags, Falcons, Bucks, Colts. This is another tough game. Yeah, I mean, this is at uh, Indianapolis, and yep. I feel like I'm going against my better judgment here, but I think I'm going to take Indianapolis at home over what's Tampa. The, what's the spread here? Um, what is the spread for this game? It's uh, Indy plus three. So Bucks are favored. I just uh, – I feel like the – Go show play, versus Jonathan Taylor's breakout year. I mean, I just I, – I have this feeling that Indianapolis is going to run all over Tampa. All right, I'm going with Tampa. You're, you said you're going with Indy? 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with Indy on this I feel like one. Tampa should be able to stop the run a little bit. I mean, they they've got some bodies there. Um, and I don't know that the Colts have necessarily played the best defensive lines in the past couple of games. All right, uh, especially if Quentin Nelson doesn't play. Um, Jets at Texans. Let's go talk about teams. I mean, this is both these teams have two wins, right? Yeah, two wins. Here we go. We're going to get at least another another game on one of these teams if you're the Lions. Yeah, this is such a, a garbage game, um, but I'm taking Houston at home. I thought that their win against Tennessee was more impressive. Yeah, I'll go, um, I'll go Houston as well. Tyrod Taylor makes them like a at least a competitive team, I feel like. And the Jets yeah. just seem to be hot garbage. All right, Chargers, Broncos. Chargers at the Broncos. Um, I'm definitely taking Chargers over Denver. Yeah, me too. I just think that their offense is more high-powered and can put up points. Okay, Vikings, 49ers. Um, I'm going to take 49ers on the road. I think we you had mentioned earlier you are going to take 49ers as well. Yes, yep. I'm definitely going 49ers here. They're at home. It's Vikings are on the road. Yep. Um, all right. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, he's won two in a row. That's we gotta dial it back. That's, yeah, it's too much. Getting too hot. Getting too <laughs> too hot. too many in a row. Yeah. He, you remember you're average. You're not you're not streaky, you're just average. All right, Rams, Packers. Ooh, Ooh. this is a hell of a matchup. Yeah. Um I think it's in Green Bay, and if, if it's in Green it Bay on Sunday and it's cold, I don't yep. think that the Rams are going to be able to run. Matt Stafford. Yeah, but it's 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 in Green Bay. I've there before many times. I don't he's think he's chip on his shoulder. He might have won there one time. All right, I'm going with Matt Stafford here. You're, I'm assuming you're going Packers. I'm going Packers. Packers lose two in a row, probably not, but I'm to say why not. Yeah. All right, Browns at the Ravens. Um, is is Lamar Jackson back? That's the real question. If Lamar uh, Jackson's back, I'm going Baltimore here all day. Yeah, I mean, it's Baltimore minus three and a half. Lamar Jackson, uh, confident he'll play this week. Yeah. Whatever that – you can take that for whatever you want, but I, I'm going Ravens here just because I think the Browns suck. Yeah. They're three and two in their last five games, and they're two and three on the road. So I'm definitely taking Baltimore here. Yeah. All right. Last game of the week, Monday night, Seahawks at Washington. Seahawks on the road against Washington. I'm going to take this as Russell's first game playing well since coming back from the injury. So you're going Seahawks? Yep. On the road. Do we put the nail in? Pete Carroll's coffin here, or does he live to coach another year? Uh, Do you want to know what the spread is? Yeah, I do, actually. What's Vegas think? Washington minus one. I was going to say, I think Washington. I'm going to go Washington. I I don't have a lot of faith in Seahawks, man. Yeah. I mean, Russell broke his finger. He came back like two or three weeks later. I don't know. And I guess that's not that's not the whole team, but not oh, ideal, yeah. exactly. Um, all right, dude, you want to go a little college action? We got the game. The game. So the game. I, I said that 
if I was Mel Tucker, I'd put the Ohio State minus 19 or whatever the spread was on the board as motivation. Bad yeah. idea. Bad did idea. Not, did not work out. Not the way did you not work out at all. Uh, holy receivers. That was rough. They have probably the best receiving core in college football. It's along the lines of those, the Henry, Alabama teams, the Henry Ruggs, Jerry, Judy, Devonte Smith, Alabama teams. Yeah. I Scary think that's, good. Like we're going to look at the, both all three of these guys. I mean, Chris Olave, you've been looking at as an NFL prospect since he was a freshman. Dude, he's Wilson nasty. Kid, Wilson kid's good. Probably the, the least NFL, I, but even that it's, it's kind of hard to tell. And then that, that, uh, what's that kid's name? Smith and Jigba or something like that. That dude looks like I want him on my fantasy team. Yeah, already. As just player. Yeah. Dude, it's so, it's going to be a wild weekend, man. Um, but I think so, there's some big know, games. How are Michigan's corners any good? They seem like they're okay, right? Their their yeah. defensive line is kind of the the strength of their D. With yeah, I, I think that our I Ajabo, think that yeah, I think Michigan secondary has uh, has has definitely got some gaps because that's going to um, be that's going to be a big problem. But if we can get pressure on the quarterback with our defensive line, I think that it might look a little different than what I, I think everyone is anticipating. I mean, a lot of people are saying that this is just going to be a complete blowout. Um, but I mean, you got you got Michigan at home against Ohio State it's the game for a reason it's been one of the mo more uh storied rivalries in college football although Michigan has been getting their ass handed to them the last 10 years they haven't beat Ohio State I think since 2011 um ouch so I mean it's hasn't really been much of a rivalry it's been more one-sided than anything but uh you know I they their their destiny is in their own hands. You know, if they can come out and beat Ohio State and, and win the Big Ten East and get a shot at playing for the Big Ten championship, then they have a shot of playing in the college football, football playoff. But if they lose, then they got two losses in the conference and they drop out of contention and then they're just playing in a bowl game, you know, so. Yeah, I think, I think this is one where the – hype around it and the idea that they put this game at the end of the year every year certainly seems to be beneficial to Michigan this year um, to where they've kind of had to play, you know, Ohio State like other teams may have before this. So, you know, it certainly hypes up the game and and both teams, especially with Michigan having had a good the season that they've had. I think ultimately we'll see. I think it helps Michigan being at home. I, I, it's going to be a hell of an atmosphere. I'd love to go to that game. Be, even being a Michigan State fan, it's going to be a hell of a hell of a game to just be at, be in the big house. Um, so that certainly helps. I think Ohio State, um, it's going to be an emotional game. You know, talk about going to the emotional well. What is, I don't know that Jim Harbaugh does that well, but we'll see. You know, it, having, you know, shaken up his coaching staff, and put a little bit, it sounds like, more emphasis on the Ohio State game. Um, I think that could be beneficial in Michigan to where you're going to see them come out very hungry for this game, yeah. uh, which is going to help make up with some of the talent gap. But the talent gap at Ohio State is quite wide, um, just from a recruiting standpoint. 
Yeah, they have a uh, lot and you, of good you would players. Think, you would think that Michigan recruits on the same sort of level, but um, there, there's just a lot more talent there at Ohio State. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I think, I don't know, I think Michigan probably loses by 10-ish. It's probably yeah. what it ends up being. But. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a good chance they could lose by even more than that, right? Um, well, the problem is the problem is, is those those receivers, dude. Yeah. And like Ohio we, State was saying that they want to put up 100 points on Michigan, too. I know. Yeah. And if, if they just came out and did that to Michigan State, um, it's – from an emotional standpoint, I don't think Ohio State was emotionally up for that game. Like, I think that was a warm-up for them almost to where – that was just business as usual, you know? Yeah. When you, I think when you like, cause you were just talking about the whole talent thing. Like, I think when you look, think about like the top programs in college football, you got like, you know, Alabama, Ohio state, Georgia. Yeah. And then there's a big drop down to the next tier of yeah. like teams right now that yep. have any potential of competing with those. I mean, and when I say any potential, it's just like very, very minor. And like, it's your odds of beating any of those teams in the top three right there are very slim to none. Um, you know, coming into this weekend, there is some potential of some of these other teams. That all, all the teams this weekend have like rivalry games. Yeah. You got Georgia, Georgia Tech. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I- I don't, I don't think, think Georgia really... Tech's going to win that game, but like yeah. there is a potential of Georgia Tech losing to Georgia or Georgia losing to Georgia Tech. Like yeah, that's, there's been upsets there before, right? Same yeah, thing but... with same thing with Auburn and Alabama. Yeah, Auburn's not ranked right now, but Auburn has upset Alabama, and Alabama did lose to an unranked team this year. All, and Alabama has across the board been down this year. You exactly know, what they typically are. So yep, and then. You that look at Notre Dame and Stanford and then yep. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. There's two other rivalry matchups that are going on this weekend of teams that are in the top 10. So if Oklahoma State loses to Oklahoma, Oklahoma was ranked number five earlier this year. There's yep. a very good chance that Oklahoma State could lose to Oklahoma. And there's a good chance that Notre Dame could lose at Stanford. So it's this weekend could be kind of crazy. I mean, at the end of the weekend, Cincinnati could be the only team that's undefeated. You know, not, yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's not going to lose Cincinnati. They play East Carolina. Yeah, not to East Carolina, they're not. <laughs> Especially after they just whooped on SMU. It's like the last decent team <clears throat> they had on their schedule. Well, I guess so, East Carolina is at 7-4. and four, So so if Michigan comes in and beats Ohio State, right? Yeah. Does Ohio State – drop out of the top five teams or six teams? I think it depends on what the game looks like. Yeah. If they lose close game, then maybe because Michigan's still going to have to win the Big Ten championship game. That's one thing that the loser of this game. Now, Michigan, you know, it's tough because Ohio State would have two losses. So, yeah, I think Ohio State's out. I think even whatever team loses is out. Just yeah. generally, you can't. You're not going to walk be a two in. Team. Yeah, you can't be a two non 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 Big Ten champion two loss team. Not going to make it. So what if Ohio State beats Michigan and then, and then loses, loses in the Big Ten championship? Well, then I guess Wisconsin or whoever is going to be the. We probably don't see a Big Ten team in the playoff. 
or they put Ohio State in. Just no, I don't. I, I don't know that they would even do that. Yeah, you, you, there's going to be other teams that have one loss that are going to be. And theoretically, who knows? But you probably have two SEC schools. But, I mean, you, you you don't. So like Notre Dame doesn't have a conference championship that they would go play in. So if they beat Stanford and they're eleven and one, do they deserve to be in the playoff over an eleven and one? Ohio State team that loses in their conference championship? Uh, if Ohio State can't take care of like Minnesota or Wisconsin or whoever they're going to come up against, then yeah, I, I mean. So, so here's here's another scenario for you. If Georgia wins their game on Saturday against Georgia Tech and then plays Alabama for the SEC championship and loses and they're 11 and 1. Are they still in the top four that plays for Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. One loss, Georgia, hundred percent still in. Okay. I think. I don't think I think it's gonna be tough to get Georgia out there. All right, who where are we at here? We're top twenty-five college. So for the playoff rankings, Georgia's Georgia, Ohio State. Ohio State, yep. Then Bama. Bama, Cincinnati. Yep. So those are the top four teams. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, at some point, you'd, you'd have to start talking about bumping up like Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Baylor. The Big 12 is going to come into play at some point. But Baylor's got two losses. Yeah, but who who doesn't out of that screw? Does, does Oklahoma State have two losses? Oklahoma State has one. Oklahoma has one loss. They're yeah. in the Big 12, but Oklahoma lost to Baylor, I believe. Yeah, so one loss Big 12 team is going to make it if you've got two two-loss Big 10 teams. Um, yeah, I think Georgia's in it pretty much no matter what happens, unless they yeah. use, lose to Tech and then lose to Alabama or whoever they got to play in the SEC championship game. I mean, it certainly looks like this is going to be Georgia as your national champion. Yeah. That's just – that's kind of what we're cruising towards. Maybe Ohio State is going to be a good game against them, but that's kind of the only question mark, especially if they beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. <clears throat> yeah. It's all coming, I, down I, to the last, it's all coming down to the last two weeks. Apparently Cincinnati's got some NFL talent, though, so it be interesting to see how they hold up. But I don't think – they're on they're, level. they're gonna get shit stomped by any any team that's yeah I, I don't think they're on the level of the ohio state georgia no alabama did they didn't they play notre dame this year um i don't know i don't think so uh, yeah they did they won 24 to 13 that's that's notre dame's loss that's their that's Notre Dame's one loss. That's why they're so high up on the Yeah. But like I don't think Notre Dame's that good. I don't know enough about Notre Dame or Cincinnati to be honest with you, but I don't typically give Notre Dame a lot of credit. <laughs> so I would also probably tend to agree with you, but one loss, what's their schedule look like? Uh Notre Dame has they beat Wisconsin, they beat Toledo, Florida State, Purdue, lost to Cincinnati, beat Virginia Tech, USC, Virginia, Navy, Georgia Tech. 
Dude, they beat Georgia Tech 55 nothing. It's really hard for me to believe Georgia's going to lose this week. <laughs> They're not going to lose this week. <laughs> uh, so I think Notre Dame is probably in if if you get Ohio State at two losses and Alabama at two losses. Um, that isn't in a conference. Unless, unless Michigan wins this weekend, then they would jump on Notre Dame for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Michigan, it's, yeah, destiny in your own hand type of situation. It's going to come down to what happens at the big house. It's all about what happens Saturday, baby. It's going to be, I mean, Ann Arbor, not, not necessarily like a wild town, but it'll be, it'll be loud. It'll be a hyped it's, atmosphere. It's, it's going to be very hype on Saturday. Yeah, it'll be a good time. This program is going to cost itself a shot in the college football playoff because it is not in a conference. All right. Could you hear that playing? Yeah, a little bit. Sorry, I've, I don't know why that started playing out. <laughs> All right, dude, you got anything else you want to go over tonight? Um, no, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, your biggest bar night of the year. I was texting the boys from college earlier, and uh, it happens to be Max's birthday. Somebody threw out yeah, biggest man. bar night of the year and Max's birthday. It's a perfect storm. So I was like, man, is anybody here actually going to the bar tonight? like nah closest we got was log dog going to nights with his parents <laughs> oh my gosh dude I, we're getting old boys we're getting old getting old man i was thinking about it and i was i was like man it's it's like 10 years ago we would have been going and getting blacked out at the bar at this point oh yeah for sure I'm calling our parents to come pick us up for the bar. <laughs> mom i'm at tom what, bar all right peak, peak peak thanksgiving Peak night before Thanksgiving bar years are like the years right. It's like the five to six years right after you get out of college. Dude, yeah. All right, no, I guess after high school, right? Well, whenever you college. can, whenever you hit 21 after high school, right? When you can actually get into bars. Yeah, I felt like for a while there was cool. like when you came home and you like had money and you're like, holy shit, it's only $10 <laughs> for six well, that's years. That's kind of how it works. Like it's like initially – you're still a broke college student, but it's like, wow, you're seeing all these older people, you know, from high school or people even from your own high school. And then eventually that turns into like, you're the older person who has money and is buying the drinks. And then that turns into like, everybody's got kids now. Nobody wants to go to the bar anymore. We're well, just dude, old. We're 13 years older than people who are 21 now. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's teenagers who were born. The year we turned 21. There's, Golly. I think about like, okay, so when we were, when we first turned 21, they weren't even in fucking first grade yet. <laughs> right? Yeah, 13 years? No, I mean, they're probably in first grade then. Yeah. Yeah. We're, get, we're getting old. Yeah. That's, that's the end of the, that's the moral of the story. But it feels good. I don't know. I feel like we're in a good spot here. We got our little podcast going. I wish we would have started our podcast back in those days when we were, uh, you know, bar hopping at 21. Dude, all the stories we had. I was thinking about this the other day because I, uh, I thought of a, a book title that I wanted to, uh, I wanted to write called High Thoughts. Um, <laughs> just like of all of the the shit that we don't like we remember but we don't necessarily remember all of the bits and pieces and just like right. sub out everybody fragments names. of memory 
Yeah, man. It's just like all the crazy times and the most ridiculous things we did in our 20s and somehow we made it out still alive. Dan's book, High Thoughts, coming like, to the <clears throat> bestseller list near you. Well, I mean, I was thinking about the time that Kyler was telling me the story about how he fell off the house. In oh, yeah. Fell off the roof. Yeah. I was just like, a... if we just compile the story of all the crazy, ridiculous stuff that we did. We had a <clears throat> we had a party to celebrate him being alive after he had almost died a year prior. And uh, he fell off the roof during that party. So... Wow. Way to go swoop. <laughs> Way to go swoop. Number one fan. He, he went from nine lives to another year later, eight lives. And then, you know, it's continuing to cycle him down. So I call him gypsy. <laughs> He's a cat. Um, all right, brother. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Say happy hello to your family man. for me. Tell the family. Um, tell, tell, tell the gribbles that, uh, you know, Westons are, uh, are saying what's up. From and the gribbles uh, to the Westons. What's from up? the gribbles to the Westons. Yes. Happy th- Turkey Day. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, my man. Go Lions. Go Lions. Let's go, Dan. Get one for us. This is the week. Eat your turkey. (laughs) All right, dude. Bye.